And you're going away this weekend. Yes, I am. Dad's 70th? Yes. Yes. So I'm gonna go visit my parents. Gonna go to my hometown. And it's gonna be lots of fun. Wait, you can have lots of fun in Pocatello. Um, depends on what you're trying to do. <laughs> I guess we always made it entertaining. Yeah, I mean. I can make anything entertaining. I can make it work around. Okay. All right. I'm going to go work. Sorry, I'm vegan shopping. Uh, <laughs> vegan shopping. I was waiting for you. And there's just so many weird, interesting, but weird things that exist. <laughs> As a non-vegan, I never would have guessed. Uh, uh, yeah. No, I feel yeah. I feel you. The fact that we have to live with people that have allergies that are just insane. Yeah. It's crazy. So my case today is one that is actually you can have to. Uh, okay. Got it. So the story I have for you today is kind of a slightly more popular one. And I was... But I'm really interested in it, so I decided to cover it to do kind of my own take on it. And the other thing about this case is it's not technically a cold case, but it kind what? of is. So it's more of like a mysterious death kind of situation. Okay. And I don't think I've actually, I don't, if I have heard about this, I haven't heard it in a long time. So. Okay. So her name was Crystal Spencer, and Crystal grew up in um, a small town in Northern California. She didn't have the easiest childhood. I believe her father passed away. They had money troubles, and at 17, she had to drop out of school and get a job to help bring in family money for oh. her family. In 1982, she finally got the chance to move to L.A. to... Um, pursue her dreams of becoming an actress. Okay. She, you know, had that whole dream of being <laughs> an actress. But, you know, sadly, a lot of people have that dream. And so a lot of people moved to Hollywood thinking, oh, I'm going to move to Hollywood and hit it big time. And like many of those people, once Crystal got to L.A., she ended up needing something to help supplement pay the bills, and she ended up working as a topless exotic dancer. Oh, like, like you do, you know, if, uh, if you want to become an actress, that's what you got to do first, right? Yes. So she, she no, did okay. that. She became a topless. It is. That's kind of how it goes though. How many people move to LA and don't have that happen? I know. I know. I mean, and that's like their dream. And then, you know, and then they, that is your full on dream. And yes, go and pursue your dreams. But a lot of times it ends up being like, okay, I got to take on a job as a waitress or something else to kind of help because you know there's still our bills and everything life yes. kind of kicks you in the butthole for that so she moved to LA and she got like little commercial gigs and different things here and there but she still needed to dance to pay bills 
but she never seemed to doubt that she would be famous one day. Like she okay. knew that she would be. She just had to get there. So six years later, in the she spring just had to go 19- through like this rough patch first to be able to make it. Yeah. So in the spring of 1988, she still hadn't hit it big, of course, but she was feeling hopeful. She was in a really good place. She was dating an aspiring screenwriter named Anton. And Anton came from a different background than her. His family had had money, and he took her to places like art museums and places with more culture. And Mm -hmm. uh, so she got to see that way of life, and she really, really liked that. Um, And it kind of probably helped, you know, inspire her even more to be like, hey, this is what I want. Yeah, and at first she was really, really afraid to tell Anton about her job when they were dating, and she didn't for like four months. And then he found out through someone else who had seen her there. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know, I'm really upset at you for not telling me, but I understand. Wow. And like their relationship kept going. Holy crap. Okay. Well, that's actually pretty amazing that he was understanding and actually, mm-hmm. you know, I was after all, like, you know what? I don't care. So he, they continued dating and she had a potential job offer to go work in Japan for three months. So she was, hmm. she was doing pretty well. She was pretty happy. Well, okay. So was she so, going to act in um, Japan? Is that what it was? Oh, I think it was. It's a little unclear. It kind of seems like it was one of those like acting restaurants, if that makes sense. No. One of those restaurants where there's like people who play parts during the rush. I don't know. Oh, I could so be wrong. like like a kind of like a play thing. Like a dinner show type. Yes. Okay. Is what Got it. it sounded like to me. I could be wrong on that, but that's what it kind of made okay. it sound like. So on May 4th, Anton visited Crystal in her apartment. Um, she had been sick with either a cold or a flu. It is unclear which one, but different articles said different things. Um, but she was getting better and seemed, you know, good. So the next day, he talked to her on the phone, and she said she was she was good, right? Mm-hmm. And then also a few days later, on May 6th, she had a phone conversation with her sister, and that's the last time anyone ever hears from her. So... Over the next little bit, Anton tried calling her a few times. He even stopped by her work to see where she was, but he couldn't get a hold of her. And so his first thought is wondering if maybe she officially took the job in Japan and like things happened in a hurry and she ended up flying to Japan without telling him. So here is a quote from Anton, and I found this on unsolved.com because there was an episode of Unsolved about it. I watched it. It was quite interesting. And here's that quote. It says, I was expecting any day to receive a very excited phone call from Crystal saying, it's wonderful here. And instead, I got a phone call from the Burbank Police Department. Oh, no. So on May 13th, there had been complaints of a smell coming from Crystal's apartment. And that is when she was found. So she was wearing only a top, completely nude from the waist down. She was laying in an odd corner of her apartment with her phone cord tangled around her. So, you know, every morning I wake up and I start off with some coffee because 
I barely function as it is, let alone if I have no coffee. Just go buy expensive coffee. That's, that's really crazy to do that all the time. And then I found skinny mixes. Skinny <laughs> mixes are no calories and super flavorful and you put a little of it in your coffee no kidding or you know what too like even if you go somewhere like those fun shows shops or whatever and they have the fun flavors well you can bring that directly to your home with skinny mixes and if you use uh, code theories with that guys you can get 10 percent off your order with skinny mixes that is in your tire order is 10% off. And you know what? Buy a whole bunch of different flavors. That way you can get it for your coffee, you can use it for your sodas, your lemonades, or even, you know, your fun little cocktails that you got to make now at home since we're all stuck here. Okay. Seriously, they have super cool flavors. I mean, they've got like lavender. You ever put lavender in your lemonade? Because it's fantastic. And I highly recommend you do. It or, really is. Um, toasted marshmallow goes really mm. great in your morning coffee oh you know what i do with them i put them in my red bull i do a red bull and then i pick a different flavor and then i have a different freaking red bull mixer every morning because red bull gives her wings it sure does like you have no idea so Indeed. whatever your brand red bull coffee or cocktail check out skinny mixes and use our code theories for 10 percent off so her phone cord was tangled around her and you know the police come in and you know they kind of do a few things but her cause of death was undetermined they couldn't verify like there wasn't an overdose of any kind but the decomposition process caused them from finding like an official cause of death so they listed it as natural causes and then they cream they cremated her what so her family had asked a couple of times to see her, but they were just like, no, her body's in no condition to be seen. Her body's in no condition to be seen and never let her family see her. What? Yeah, they said, because you know. Wait, so did they like never, they were never able to even identify her body? No, which I thought was really weird too. And apparently they used, they used fingerprinting to identify her body and so it would be very accurate but let's think about this so i decided to do some reading up on fingerprinting because i mean like okay your fingerprints after the time if your body is that decomposed and bloated how accurate is your fingerprint so like i'm sitting here and i've been reading some stuff and like a lot of these articles were published in like you know 2014 2016 of where to get a proper, like, accurate fingerprint from a corpse. And this doesn't even say how far it decomposed, but from a corpse, you have to, like, cut the finger off and reset, scratch mm. the skin and work oh. to get that fingerprint. Oh. And I'm sitting here going, did they do all that in the 80s? How accurate was that? Like, I don't know about the 80s, but I feel like science has advanced a lot since then, so... I oh, know, it definitely has. Did they really do all that stuff they should have? Or did they even know to do that stuff to get accurate fingerprints in the 80s? All right. I don't know. That just seems really weird to me that they did not allow the family to identify her. And, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't like that in the 80s. But I'm pretty dang sure, you know, you have to identify someone. Yeah, to... they, got a, they got away with it, though, because of the fingerprinting. That doesn't seem right to me. I don't know. But 
So they also met then the family never saw a police report or anything. And eventually, four months later, after like jumping through a bunch of hoops and I think even like press charges and everything, Anton finally um, obtained a copy of the autopsy. They still never saw the police report, but he finally got the autopsy and he was shocked. Okay. It said on the autopsy that Crystal was five foot seven, but really, Crystal barely hit five feet. It also what? said, it also said she weighed 140 pounds when really Crystal was closer to 105. And also it didn't mention or have any trace of some pins in her body that she had from a previous injury. So now after seeing this and the fact no one ever identified the body, Anton, you know, has to question like, is this even really the right body? Uh, no kidding. Seriously, like, it does not this, sound like it. Did they switch autopsies with someone else? Was that not even the proper body? Like, what is going on? And the police department, when he brought this up, are just like, nope, the fingerprinting was accurate. Mm, I don't know. I don't know why, but it sounds like to me like the police are covering this up. So, let's just make this a little bit worse. A little bit creepier. Oh, great. So, upon questioning um, people in her apartment complex, the people in the apartment below her admitted that on May 7th, around 4 a.m., they were woken up to screaming and sounds almost like someone being tortured. <gasps> and they debated calling the police. Like, the, this couple actually sits up and debates calling the police, but they oh, thought it was a domestic dispute and they were afraid to get involved, so they didn't call the police. Because... The boyfriend was like, it's probably a domestic dispute. We don't want to get involved with all that type of thing. Oh, you know, no, you don't want to get involved in a domestic dispute. It sounds like someone's being murdered. So here is um, a direct quote from that woman. It says, I don't think I will ever be able to live with the fact that I didn't call the police. If I had, maybe she'd be alive. Oh. So what's even worse about this is when she told the cops she says they didn't really seem to care a whole lot. Like, they took down her license number and asked a couple questions, but then they just kind of, like, brushed it off. Uh, like, they never looked into that anymore. What? Yeah. Like, they never looked into that more. Like, they never continued investigating after they found that out. Well, why, why would you? I mean, it completely sounds like, you know... Sounds like, you know, that she did the right thing and not calling, you know, totally. So there's one more quote I'm going to give you from Anton that, that is just before we get into theories. This is really just the icing on this cake here. And so um, this, once again, is from unsolved.com, as is the quote from the girl I shred. But so Anton was talking to the police on the phone at one point, And this is a quote, like I said, quoted, I that I was told once by one law enforcement official, bad things happen to bad girls. And I said, you mean bad girls die of natural causes? And he said, you know what I mean, and hung up the phone. <laughs> just. Yeah, can you just imagine being on the phone and having someone say that to you, like claiming it's all accidental natural causes? And bad things happen to bad girls. And then you're just like, 
do you mean bad things of natural causes? Like what? <laughs> like I was saying earlier, it seems like it's like a cop cover. Yeah. But we if it is, a- seriously, there is more than one person that is involved in this. And I wonder if a few of them used to go to the place where she used to dance at and knew something, found out something or something, and so they all decided to go in on it together. Well, there was a couple of things, like theories, that I found while reading online. Now, first of all, I want to comment that, like, reading through Reddit, there seems to be a lot of people on the internet who legitimately just think this girl died of natural causes. I heard Wait. a lot of people. <laughs> so there are some who agree with the police. I heard a couple people throw out sepsis. A couple people throw out, what is it called? Um, toxic shock syndrome. What is it what is that? from tamp? Uh, whatever it is that happens when you get like put in a tampon weird and it does something to you. And they're like, maybe that's why she was uh, not wearing any pants because of that or something. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, so she was walking around to a weird corner of her room, tangled in a phone cord with no underwear on because of a tampon. Doubt it, but okay. <clears throat> but I read so many people who were like, she probably just was ill. She had some underlying condition that she didn't know about. Go. So, you know, every morning I wake up and I start off with some coffee because I barely function as it is, let alone if I have no coffee. Just go buy expensive coffee. That's, that's really crazy to do that all the time. And then I found skinny mixes. Skinny mixes are no calories and super flavorful. And you put a little of it in your coffee. No kidding. Or you know what, too? Like even if you go somewhere, like those fun shows, shops or whatever, and they have the fun flavors, well, you can bring that directly to your home with skinny mixes. And if you use uh, code theories with that, guys, you can get 10% off your order with skinny mixes. That is in your tire order is 10% off. And you know what? Buy a whole bunch of different flavors. That way you can get it for your coffee. You can use it for your sodas, your lemonades, or even, you know, your fun little cocktails that you got to make now at home since we're all stuck here. Okay. Seriously, they have super cool flavors. I mean, they've got like lavender. You ever put lavender in your lemonade? Because it's fantastic. And I highly recommend you do. It or, really is. Um, toasted marshmallow goes really mm. great in your morning coffee. Oh, you know what I do with them? I put them in my Red Bull. I do a Red Bull and then I pick a different flavor and then I have a different freaking Red Bull mixer every morning. This Red Bull gives her wings. It sure does. Like, you have no idea. So whatever your brand Red Bull coffee or cocktail, check out Skinny Mixes and use our code THEORIES for 10% off. So I'll just throw those out there first. So why would you wrap the cord around yourself? So do they think it was, like, suicide? I mean, that's not natural causes, so... No, they just think she died, like... Because it wasn't... I mean, the phone cord wasn't, like, around her throat or choking her or anything. So they just think that she was trying to make a phone call for help or something, and the cord happened to be tangled around her, I guess. Okay. So, amongst all of these people, I did find a few other theories of people who 
don't okay think so we've got a tampon killed her mm-hmm. okay which the other ones that you Sepsis, found this underlying causes anyway so some other theories are um someone who had been watching her dance um finally did come and like he had been watching her dance he wanted her he had to have her he came raped her i still don't know exactly how she would have been killed at that moment but you know did something there so what so the autopsy just said natural causes mm-hmm. so they listed her say... death they listed it as undetermined it said she did not have broken bones and that there was not an alcohol or drug overdose okay but again um, we are taking into account that this was even her body and I'm not 100% sure, once again, that it wasn't strangulation or strangulation or anything. Yeah, that's that's the first thing that came to my mind was, okay, you know, I mean, I must have strangled her. But you're again thinking that if this is even her body, because the freaking autopsy says that she's 5'7", and they're going off of fingerprints, which back then, the fingerprint technology is not where it is right now. And right now, they're still, you know, saying that it takes a lot to find that out. Yeah. So then there is the last theory that I read of, which is the most popular. And that is involved a man named Horace McKenna. Now, Horace McKenna, he was an ex-highway patrol officer. Mm. Okay. So cop. And mm-hmm. uh, it seems like he, uh, tax evasion, I think it was something like that. He was put in prison on unrelated charges to any of this, of course. This was before. And so he lost his job as a highway patrolman. Okay. But he was still a very wealthy man, and he ended up... Probably still respected in the eyes of other police Mm -hmm. officers. He ended up kind of undercover, owning several clubs. Rumors are he owned the club that Crystal worked at. Really? So now there's a couple of different theories involving this. Now, I'm also, I guess before I should tell you, Horace McKenna, like a year later, not even a full year after this, uh, was totally straight up shot by an assassin outside his house. What? Oh, yeah. Dude's sketchy. What? Uh-huh. Um... So some people think that Horace had something to do with her death. And the reasons were either A, she got the job in Japan and told him she was quitting. And he was mad because maybe, you know, she was a good dancer, brought in good tips, whatever. So he didn't like that because, I don't know, maybe it was some sort of like, even though she wasn't a prostitute, maybe it was some sort of like pimp mentality, like, no, you can't go anywhere, you're mine type of thing. Well, and I don't know. I think some of those two might have like contracts. Maybe. And so she also, some people think that maybe Horace was still in trouble, like he was still doing something. He'd been in prison recently. And so some people think she was feeding cops information about him. Mm. But there's nothing to actually prove that either. Okay. And if that were the case, obviously the police wouldn't want to be like, oh yeah, our informant got killed. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. So those are the most popular theories I hear. Is Horace McKenna a client? Or that she just, you know, died of natural causes. I'm going with the cop thing. Like, 
this one just baffles my mind so much because I'm so confused as to why her autopsy, like, even, like I said, a clerical error, but still a clerical error or a slight mismeasurement taken from a hundred and five pounds to 140 and then, like, five foot to five foot seven. That's insane. That's a huge error. Like... No, that's pretty intense. No kidding. Like, that is not just a light error. Like, for me, personally, I don't believe that that was her body. I feel like this was a total cover-up. Probably because this sketchy freaking highway patrolman that apparently got shot after a year of that. So, did they find out who did that? Huh? Who, sh- who shot the, the cop? Uh, he was shot by a hitman. Um, they don't know 100% who hired the hitman. One of the top suspects is his co-worker, like the guy who he co-owned a bunch of buildings with. Okay. So one of, possibly one of his co-workers. Yeah. When I told this story to the girls, though, they suspected Anton. Maybe Anton killed me. That's what I originally was going to say. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to be like, is like, hmm, wonder if Anton... Uh, decided that you know what he knew what's up and was gonna i mean anton came from a better background than crystal but i'm still not sure he would have had the money to full on like yeah but the thing is is you know i mean if that was seriously the person that you loved some people do crazy things for people and would make it happen you know maybe i don't know well, the other sketchy part besides the body is that bad things happen to bad girls. Like, what does that mean? That means that he knows something. Yeah. More. It's weird. It's weird. It's very weird. It's very yeah. weird, but yeah, that's exactly what that means, is that there is something more, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's just not something that you just say lightly, like, and don't have a double meaning behind it, you know? Yeah. Definitely, definitely not. I don't know. So, you know, I would say that it was either that cop, like, that was my first instinct, was like, okay, it's the cop, or it was someone that was just, you know, there at her work and and took her. I don't know why, though. Like, why would there... (sighs) That doesn't make sense, though, because, like, that doesn't add up with the whole, I'm just going to say it right now, a fake body that was there and the cops, like acting all nonchalant about it and everything. Yeah. But if the cops, too, just wanted to, like, place her body there, then that also doesn't explain the neighbors hearing anything unless the neighbors really just heard another domestic violence from someone else and not actually her. Man. That's when the, like, there's so many little things. It's just like, what? Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, too, is them not allowing her family to identify the body, that's, I've never heard of that. Never heard of that. It doesn't matter how bad of a shape that someone is in. I mean, there is even parents of children where their bodies are mutilated and they still have to identify the body. Yeah, I have heard of some people seeing some pretty gruesome bodies. Yeah, but I've never heard of, like, the cops saying, no, you can't identify her. Yeah, it's weird. 
And the fact too that she had like you said some metal in her. So that should be pretty distinctive. And if an autopsy does not show that, regardless of the fact that it's seven freaking inches off, that throws me off too. So yes. technically, yes, this is still a freaking cold case because A, that obviously wasn't her. Come on now. Yeah. So where the hell is she? Or was it a whole, you know, thing with the police? And did they go ahead and just kill her and cremate her body? So we'll never find it. Yeah, no kidding. And then this poor other woman that's freaking, you know, might be missing or whatever. Um, and they cremated her and said it was this other woman, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So not only do you have one victim, now you've got two. Like, it's, well, and who knows if that other girl wasn't just someone from, like, a car accident, and they just switched them or something. Yeah. I mean, if they, if they never saw it, like. That's true. Yep. Especially if the other girl was being cremated, too. They're like, we'll just cremate them both. We'll just say we cremated them both. We'll tell both families that their daughters are cremated. That's disgusting. what, What could they really do if they did that? Yeah, I know. It's gotta be, it's gotta be some sort of um, police cover-up. It's gotta be. I don't know if it's with that specific ex-officer or whatever, but it's gotta be with something. If not him, then someone else that probably came to her club a lot and, you know. I agree. It's super, super weird. Like, that's why I had to do this, because, like, I was what? None of this, none, none of this, this makes, makes sense. sense. Like, it's not just like, oh, here's this, and then this could make sense. Like, no, none of this makes sense. Like, okay, obviously it sounds like that is not her body. Um, And obviously the cops aren't playing nice, so obviously they're covering it up, and obviously it's more than one person that's covering this up, too. Oh, yeah. Like, obviously, it's a whole freaking team. I mean, there might be some people that are blindly just following orders, but there is more than one person out there that knows what the crap is going on. Oh, yeah. I, and like if I said, you hear I this and you have guilt about it, which you should, you need to tell that family what happened. I'm kind of doubting cops from 30 years ago listen to us, but who knows? Well, hey, daughters of old cops... <laughs> or grand or grand grand um babies you hear this you ask them like so i know you were cop in that area during this time what happened someone might be on their deathbed and might confess maybe i don't know i just think it's so interesting like I don't know. it's definitely odd that's for sure I just can't even believe, like, that this case, while technically a mysterious death, is just, like, it seems so fishy to me. Even all the people on Reddit who are like, she totally died of um, natural causes. I'm like, I don't believe that. I don't don't even think that that one is her. From what you were telling me, I'm like, I don't even think that that body is technically her. Well, it certainly kind of has some questions about it. They're like, oh, it's really easy to mismeasure a corpse. And I'm like, 
okay, so are all corpses seven inches off and being measured? Because I've never heard of that before. Like, well, it's not even that that gets me. It's the fact that the family weren't even allowed to see her. Yeah, that bugs me more. And no one can check and be like, you know, whatever it is, uh, like bring dig up the grave or anything and check because she's she's gone. She's yeah. human. The thing that's the thing too, like if you weren't being fishy about it, why did you have her cremated then? You know? Yeah. If you wanted to make sure that nothing came back, you cremate. Pretty much. Like now they, they can't no one can do anything about it. Yeah. That is just this is man, this one is just weird. <laughs> There's a reason it caught my attention. Yeah, and I, I actually haven't even heard this one, so, like, when you told me the name, I was like, oh, I don't think so, and then, like, you know, and then sometimes when you start talking, I'm like, okay, yeah, like, it jogs my memory, mm I haven't even heard this one yet. It's so crazy to me. All I've got to say to this is there's got to be some cops involved. That's, that's it, you know? Yes? Yeah. Okay. All right, guys, well. Keith? Fucking going. Boom.